Well, good day, everybody. Pray you're doing good today, and the Lord is with you. We are doing our daily podcast. Pastor Tim Carskatton here, Christian Center Report. And today we bring in an urgent warning concerning the war in Israel. And there is rhetoric that's coming, speaking right now, that can bring judgment on the earth. All right, let's talk about that. Everybody, glad you joined us again, and wherever you are, uh, listening to us on our daily podcast. It's the 14th day of December, 2023, here in America, Louisiana. Uh, had a great meeting this weekend, and in California, I was there, and uh, Pastor Regis Richard and Joshua Center there in Rancho Cucamonga, out in the LA area. I had a blessed time with them. You know, you guys that listen to me out there, blessings to you. Thank you for following our podcast, our ministry. We bless that house uh, as well. And, um, well, we're closing out the week. We'll do our Supernatural Friday tomorrow, but <clears throat> we've been talking about Hanukkah, and we've finished Hanukkah now, come out of that season, and now we're moving toward a Gregorian New Year, 2024. We're going to see what the Lord has for us this war. And Israel is central to the world. Isn't it interesting that everything stops what's going on in the world, the world, the war in Ukraine, Russia, uh, climate change, you name it. Everything stops and focuses on Israel. That tells you the prophetic timeline that Israel represents in the earth. When anybody says there's no big deal, Israel's not important, look at it. That one little strip of land. The whole world focuses on it from the north, the south, the east, and the west because it is the heart of the Father for the earth. And the devil knows it. The Antichrist spirit knows it. He's fought it from the beginning of time. Many believe, theologians believe, the Garden of Eden was Mount Moriah. And I'm not going to get into that debate. I'm just saying there's many that believe that. Uh, we, we do know that that Abraham, when he took Isaac up, that was Mount Moriah. Jesus was crucified on Mount Moriah. Look, the, the earth centers around that little piece of land, and right now there's a great battle for it. I'm bringing a warning here today because it's starting to get more and more rhetoric in the media as well as in the political arenas and, and on the world stage concerning what's happening in the war there. Uh, America has been strong. Our president, Biden, is under a lot of pressure from his own party, from his own constituency, that they're not happy with the war. They're not happy with his stance. Muslims in America have vowed to make sure that he's not going to be the nominee for president next year uh, because he's not stood strong enough with Gaza and Hamas. Um, so you look at it this way, and I, I shared this with the 
congregation in California this weekend uh, because there, it's a mixed congregation. There's all ethnic backgrounds there. And I think for all of us who are listening here, there's many ethnic backgrounds from Arab to Jew to Christian. Uh, many people listen to this. Uh, when you look at it, the, the the focus of the war to me is not just you know Israel against the, the Hamas or the Palestinians. It's it's good against evil, but it's also God against the devil, <laughs> in the sense that the the poor people in Gaza, the West Bank, who are under the control, and, and really all Muslim countries in the Middle East, who have tyrannical Muslim control they are not allowed to hear the gospel. They're not allowed to have freedom of religion at all. And so when you think about that, as let's say you're an Arab and you're fighting for the land, you say Israel's occupying the land, and, and many Christian Arabs believe this, and it's, it's their right to live there. Well, look, you're fighting for an for a organization for a terrorist organization, for a government that does not allow the people there to hear the gospel. Okay, so they, they live in a land that gets to be named for them, and they die in the land, and they never hear the gospel. How good is that? You know, when, when God deals with anybody, whatever form he deals with it, whether it be through disaster, through judgment, through slavery, whatever he does, it's always redemptive to get them into the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And so with the fact that Israel could win this war and do away with Hamas and their government, they could bring in another ruling, whoever it is. Uh, it can't be another radical Muslim group uh, where freedom of religion is allowed and the people can hear the gospel you know, and live in freedom. I mean, that's to me what the war is about. Ultimately, that's just my take. Okay, so here's the warning. With this war, uh, our president, unfortunately, has begun to turn against Israel, uh, and that's, that's really concerning for us because if he turns against Israel publicly with policy and with action, then we, Americans, have to suffer the judgment of his decisions. Okay, We saw that in 2005 when President Bush Jr., forced Israel to leave Gaza. And then we had natural disaster Katrina hit our nation as a judgment for his action. And that's my state I live in. Uh, Louisiana and Mississippi got hit the hardest. So here's what happens when we, we have to live in a land where we have unrighteous leaders, we can suffer under that. So right now, President Biden yesterday uh, began to attack uh, Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, a fundraising event. Listen to me. That's where he was at. He's got to make some moves. He said, uh, Biden says he's got to make some moves to strengthen the Palestinian authority, strengthen it, change it, move it. Okay. And the Palestinian authority is a, <laughs> a utter failure. Um, their people are living in poverty. They've stolen billions of dollars from the people. Um, Islam is the rule. Hatred of Israel. When you go to Palestinian Authority regions, you have red signs as you go in their communities. No Jews allowed. They are in the apartheid government. And he's saying that, that, that Israel has to strengthen them. Okay? 
and and you, he says you cannot. Biden says you cannot say there's no Palestinian state at at all in the future. It's going to be a hard part. He said he wanted he wanted to make this description that he's he doesn't he doesn't care about the process. He just wants it to happen. And basically, what he says is there's got to be a two. He he goes on to say there has to be a two state solution. Okay, this is been talked about forever but now this is new level of pressure that our president is putting okay so when he does that what happens is it begins to move across the globe yesterday or day before uh, the united nations voted uh, passed a resolution which is not binding it's just just talk but 153 to 10 uh with 23 countries abstaining uh, to call for a ceasefire, okay? Uh, the week before, America vetoed it, okay? We'll see what happens with this one. But uh, our president is saying that there has to be a two-state solution. Uh, fast forward here. Saudi Arabia, uh, their foreign minister stated uh, the day before, he said Saudi uh, uh, foreign minister, Prince... Fasal bin Paran al-Sawad said Monday that there will be no solution to the Palestinian-Israel conflict without an independent Palestinian state. The two-state solution must return to the forefront, he said in remarks on state television. Okay. United Nations is saying it, Saudi Arabia is saying it, which is a big player in the region, and America is saying it. Uh, you can be assured China, Russia will be on board as well. We already know EU's on board for that. So now you're starting to get a consensus worldwide that this must happen. Okay, this is scary because we know what the Word of God says about that. And now we're moving toward that. Now, Chris Reed, a prophet from Morningstar Ministries, Chuck uh, Rick Joyner's ministry that was over, Chris is over that ministry now. He had a dream months ago, maybe in, I think it almost 10 months ago, that he saw the headlines of the paper, which said two-state solution agreement reached. So we are heading this way. And this land belongs to the Lord. Just let me give you some scripture so that when you tell people that, they're going to say, well, I don't, you know, especially Christians, because replacement theology, people are coming out of the woodwork. They're just like, God's not interested in Israel. He's through with Israel. They're too sinful. They're too evil. Um, you know, it's just not going to happen. You know, when Israel, whatever, uh, the, the church is uh, the new Israel. Uh, we've replaced Israel. Now, nowhere in Scripture does it say that, those terms. Nowhere in the New Testament does it say that. These came from some old teachers, uh, old theologians many years ago that started putting this, this narrative out there. But in Jeremiah 30, Verse 3, he says, For behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah. The Lord says, I will bring them back to the land that I gave to their forefathers, and they shall possess it. And the replacement theology people always scream, well, you know, 
there's got to be peace before that happens, you know, or whatever. Uh, they, they always say that. It doesn't make sense that God would let them come back while they're in sin. There's no peace in the world, da, da, da. But if you keep reading here, it says, Now these are the words the Lord spoke concerning Israel, concerning Judah. Thus says the Lord, I have heard the sound of terror and dread, and there is no peace. So it tells us here there's going to be terror and no peace when they come back into the land. <laughs> That's what happened in 1948. They came back in, in war is when they came back. Uh, as soon as they got there, they were in all-out war with the Arab nations. Okay, and, and it goes on to say, this prophecy does, that he's going to judge nations, obviously, that held them captive, uh, the nations that... that did not treat them well while they were in diaspora. Okay, so God's going to get even with these people. But if you keep reading here, but uh, then he said also, uh, for I declare the Lord to save you, and I will destroy completely all the nations where I have scattered you. Only I will not destroy you completely. Speaking of Israel, but I will chasten you justly, and then by no means leave you unpunished. So this is a whole picture here. God, God's going to discipline his own people as well as as well as the nations that mistreat them. Now, our main passage is in Joel chapter 3, where he gives great warning about um, those who, who you know, uh, come against Israel and don't uh, protect the land. In the third chapter of Joel, behold, the days are coming, uh, days at this time, and I will restore the fortunes of Judah and Jerusalem, just like the Jeremiah prophecy. I will gather all the nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and I will enter into judgment with them there on behalf of my people and my inheritance Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations, and they have divided up my land. Verse 2. They have cast lots for my people, traded boy for a harlot, sold a girl for wine, and they made me drink. So this is, this is all biblical. And, and I love the beauty there that God says it's his land, even though Israel is the stewards of it. Now, again, we're talking about covenant Israel. When I say I'm standing with Israel, I've said it over and over again. I'm not just talking about the military and the political government. Those, those are not what covenant represents. Covenant represents a people, a people that he made covenant with, and he's going to be faithful to that covenant. He's not going to back off of that. And right now, we are in a critical moment where the world could pivot and we could see this thing move toward a two-state solution. And these prophecies move fast forward and then God bringing judgment against our nations. Now, you in a nation, wherever you are, we as Americans, we could be entering into judgment not against Israel, but against God. And when God comes against a nation, it's not good in that sense. So we've got to pray right now. I just wanted to bring this warning today. Don't be unaware of the times and the seasons we're in. Here's what we must do. We must pray. Number one, always influence people uh, with the truth, the word of God. Begin to activate more intercessors to pray. Speak into your government when you can. I do. And ask God to not let your nation fall prey to this deception and divide the land. This belongs to the Lord. We pray for the salvation of all that are in the land. God, we bless you today. and We thank you for what you've done for us what and for Israel. Give us wisdom in this critical hour in the name of Yeshua. Amen and amen.
Well, thanks for listening to our podcast this week, especially our Hanukkah teaching and the warning about Israel. Very important that we all stay on the wall for this. We now head into, obviously, the holiday season, so follow our schedule on our app and our special services we'll be having. They'll be listed there and, of course, our website, ChristianCenterStreetBoard.com. You can give there. End of year giving. Thank you for doing that. It's a blessing to us, and we will bless you back as we pray for blessing over your life as well. All right. Come back tomorrow.